Heavenly Father, I just thank you for your presence with us, Lord. Thank you, Father, that we are your children, Damilola and myself, Lord God. We've been adopted into your family. Thank you, Lord God, that you love us. You delight in us and in us you're well pleased, not simply because of what we do, but for who we are. And I thank you for your favour, your grace and mercy. Mm. And I thank you, Lord God, that you lead and guide us. You satisfy all our needs. And I pray, Father, even in our time together as we share uh, for this podcast, Lord God, that you'd lead and guide us in our discussion. Help us uh, bring our best out. And I pray, Father, you'd lead Damalola in, in the conversation and the focus and sharing your heart, Lord God, and what you're up to. So this would be helpful and fruitful for those listening, Lord God, that it would equip, that it would encourage, that it would uh, lead to more of your kingdom activity amongst your church family here in Watford and to anybody listening, Lord God. Mm. In your name. Amen. Amen. Yeah, Lord, would this um, bring praise and glory to you? Um, would it lead to the equipping and mobilizing of your church um, and the strengthening of this church family? Um, and would I thank you for Wellspring. I thank you for their witness um, that is felt across Watford, but also beyond. Um, and I pray, Lord, yeah, that this would be a tool for you to continue to build and establish that. And um, thank you, Lord, for all that has been in this series. And thank you for what comes after it. Thank you that um, this is just but one facet of this um, wider picture, Lord, um, that this and this wider journey this church is going on. Um, and Lord, I, yeah, I do pray that this would lead to there being like a greater sense of connectedness between mm. um, Wellspring and yeah, the ministries that she partners with. Um, and yeah, in this moment with EA in particular. Um, so yeah, Lord, I pray that you'd help me um, to speak that which is helpful um, and that which builds up the church um, and highlights the work of EA helpfully. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, hello, everyone listening in to this Go Week podcast, focusing in on our networks. Thank you very much for clicking on. I'm David, the lead pastor at Wellspring Church, and uh, I'm joined here today with Dami Lola. And uh, looking forward to having a conversation really about the Evangelical Alliance and what they're up to. So I'm going to just uh, speak to Damalola now and uh, up to her how she wants to lead us in learning because the Evangelical Alliance does so much stuff. It'd be good at least to hear from your perspective. So uh, over to you. Indeed. Hello, Wellspring family, um, and good to be with you on this digital platform. Um, as David said, I work for the Evangelical Alliance. Um, I interned with the EA straight out of uni um, six years ago um, and returned to join the team um, a year ago um, in the advocacy team. Um, so, yeah, the part, the strand of our work that speaks into public affairs and public life and seeks to represent the evangelical voice, um, but also to shape what's happening in public with the good news of Jesus um, but yes across that we we are an organization that works across all the nations of the UK um, establishing presences locally but also speaking um, from a national perspective and really we exist to do three things um, to be um, a unifying voice in in the UK church and to unify around mission um, and to keep the gospel of Jesus and um, right at the core of what it is that we do and believe um, and so yeah it's a joy to be part of this um, organization that has sights on what the Lord's doing across the nation as a whole. 
brilliant thank you and so um just to say your your <laughs> role title advocacy engagement lead so there's many things that ea could be involved with that but what's what's god doing with ea what's um god's been revealing of his heart for you and actually i guess through you to the nation so good um thanks for asking that david um Gab Calver is our CEO, um, and he often speaks on in his taking the role of CEO and um, what the Lord spoke to him um, as like the two key worlds to capture um, what his time in leadership should be. And I think that does still accurately reflect the journey that God is leading us on as an organization. And the two words were um, that he was calling us to be braver, um, but also that he was calling us to be kind. Um, and when it comes to bravery, I mean, I don't think it is hard to see the way in which as a church we need to be brave. Um, and as an alliance, we tend to speak out on some of the trickier issues, um, which affect the Christian faith in public contested issues around human identity and sexuality and all sorts of stuff like that. Um, so there's a need for bravery there and um, not to shrink back from a public witness, but actually to press on into it. Um, but also to remember the kindness and gentleness of our savior in the midst of it. And um, that everything that we do and say is to be characterized um, by the mercy and grace of Jesus. Um, and so, yeah, we are continually on a journey of seeking to honor that call um, and to draw strength from the spirit where that gets more difficult and where we don't know precisely where to go with that but to trust that he who calls us is faithful and this is what he wants to characterize our work and so we want to follow him into that amazing it sounds brilliant and i'm sure for many of our listeners and church family um <clears throat> human identity and with all the challenges of you know culture and just what's happening in our society today um i've i've heard that you have doing a lot of work a lot of study into that could you share maybe how we can uh hear more or get involved in those resources to just uh draw from what you've learned yeah for sure um well yeah so in, in particular when it comes to issues of human identity and sexuality um, we have produced a number of resources in this area um, and we're also having a bit of a revamp at the moment so that we can republish those um in a new format staying faithful to the content but in a way that's a bit more accessible at time for, for this present time um but yeah like all our resources are accessible on our website um so in particular yeah, for people who are wanting to consider issues of um gender identity we have a resource um from a few years ago called transformed um, and yeah if you just pop into your browser um ea uk transformed resource and you'll get a pdf and that you can look at um issues around the yeah, gender identity and how we can approach that and pastorally and also from a yeah, doctrinal basis as the people of god um we have a project called being human um which seeks to plot at the center of these key contested issues in society a key question there is not just what is your view on this or what is your view on that but at the core what do you think it is to be a human being um, and praise God as the people of God we inhabit a story um, in which we are image bearers where we're not just an accident of the cosmos mm -hmm. um, but that our creator God has made us and that the stamp of his identity is on our human identity and that 
project seeks to explore what that means and, and what difference that can make as we engage in these public discussions and um, either on a policy level in Westminster and um, but also with our neighbours, with um, our children and our communities, how can we explore what it is to be human? And again, yes, if you, um, again, just put into Google, Evangelical Alliance, Being Human, um, you can sign up and get um, updates from the Being Human team each week. There will be like a thought, um, a one or two minute video exploring a new aspect of being human or um, showing what a story in the news has to do with our human identity in Jesus. Um, and yeah, there's a suite of resources that will continue to be coming out on that front also. Wow, that's fantastic. And that's really helpful because I know even within discussions in this church and trying to help support people, it's good to have this basis of understanding and grasp of knowing what's going on um, around. Are there any other resources or focuses you'd like to take the time just to share about with uh, what you've been involved with? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, so this is pointing to my team um, more widely. Um, we've been in the midst of an editorial series on violence against women and girls. Um, and I think, yeah, there's been a number of issues and incidences that have cropped up recently and um, that have shown us that our culture has uh, a while to go on recognizing the inherent dignity um, and humanity of women and girls. Um, and so in this series, and um, my colleagues have been looking um, and partnering with our partner organizations to explore the issues of violence against women and girls, both within a wider cultural perspective, but also within the church um, and signposting ways that the church can lead this conversation um, and also enact measures that safeguard um, women and girls within congregations. And um, so I'd love to draw attention to that. Again, you can find that um, editorial series evangelical alliance b-a-w-g that should come up um in terms of the work that i've been doing um myself i um have the joy of getting to take our work that faces towards Westminster and the public square and bringing that to bear more within our church engagement. And um, so trying to encourage the church um, not just to get involved in particular issues when different campaigns crop up, but actually to have a, a holistic understanding of what it is to be the church and to engage with public issues. What is it of our faith that underpins us getting involved and us staying abreast of what's going on us engaging with our public representatives um, and so I've had the joy um, yeah last month we went around to a few different cities and um, between the north and the midlands to engage with church leaders and um, I have the joy of coming to speak at Wellspring soon which I'm really looking forward to um, and yeah just going and exploring a bit more about what EA does but in particular what does it look like to be a disciple in public life and um, really pumped to have those conversations and to encourage us to be confident in that and we inhabit a story of hope and it's good news not just for us i praise god for the personal transformation that i've known in jesus but that that same power is for the world um, and so what does it look like for us to be really confident and hopeful in how we engage and um, beyond the walls of our church communities oh, that all sounds so great and yes we are uh, looking forward to having you with us, although you would have already have spoken. Yeah, indeed, this time, is so great. <laughs> um, could you share, just in terms of the Evangelical Alliance, with so much stuff going on, what are sort of the, the, I guess, the challenges you're you're seeing, or maybe not just for the EA, but you're seeing a challenge within the 
the the church here nationally in the UK? What what are some of some of the uh, challenges? Uh, if not, you've already spoken on a few things, I guess. But anything yeah. else? Um, yeah, for sure. So a really important part of our work as the Evangelical Alliance is to keep um, ethnic and racial and cultural diversity um, within the, yeah, the sites of the church and um, something to be celebrated and honoured and not just yet a problem to be dealt with. Um, and I guess I think that is a challenge that is facing us as the church um, in this moment as an organization, definitely, but also as, as the church. What does it look like to contend with ethnic difference um, and also legacies of oppression and racism and structures that have meant that not all people within our society have been valued as image bearers um, and to own up, whereas churches, we've had a part in that. And then to embrace the cross of Jesus um, and the the hope that comes from recognizing our wrong, laying it at his feet and then embracing this new path that the spirit has for us. So when it comes to yeah, intercultural um, diversity, intercultural justice, um, yeah, our One People Commission is leading the charge there by God's grace and keeping that conversation live for the church um, and I think I think that's really important um, not just because I'm black or because it sounds good but I really think there's a missional imperative behind the church getting her house in order when it comes to issues of racial diversity um, I think it's yeah, d diminishes our witness when we speak a certain way and our practice shows that actually we talk of the unifying power of the gospel and then we just congregate around similar groupings, similar beliefs on Sunday mornings. And um, I think we have such a witness to the world around us um, on, yeah, the value of being made of different tribes and tongues and yet finding unity in Jesus. And so I'm really keen um, in my own local church context for us to embrace that charge of Jesus. Um, I'm grateful to be in an organization that values that. And I guess I, I want to keep encouraging the church um, to let that conversation be live and not just have it as a conversation, but like the necessary actions to follow it. So we're not just um, catching up with headlines or this tragic killing or that tragic incident, but we're embracing our own heritage as the family of faith and gathering all nations around the table. Wow, incredible. Well, um, is there, just because uh, we want to uh, pray for you and pray for the EA, the work, but is there anything more just before we step into that in terms of, like I know even yesterday, well, when, when I got to be part of a webinar about Talking Jesus, which was a really helpful report and has encouraged me. And I'm going to bring that into a further church life. So those listening, you may hear more about that. But is there anything um, in terms of resources using the website? You've already pointed us there. Um, that could be um, of help for our listeners. I know there's other things we've used in terms of uh, just how the EA works and being like a network and signpost to other things. There's all sorts of things. And you've all already mentioned intercultural things. So like, and just diversity. So there's kids, youth and things like that. There's things for families, parents, um, probably even wellness resources. Um, yeah. Just wanted to ask that. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
you're right. If it comes to rattling off resources that we produce and ways in which we seek to help the church, the list could be quite endless. <laughs> and bearing in mind that this is not a 24 hour podcast, um, I'll try and discipline myself. And I'll probably do a cheekier thing and shout out one of our podcasts on this podcast. And hopefully that is not, hopefully that's not sacrilegious. Um, but yes, recently, a few of my colleagues, um, we were part of our new podcast called Cross Section. Um, and the heart behind it is to um, explore the intersection between, yes, the cross of Jesus, our faith in Jesus and what's happening in public life and to look at some, yeah, some of the big news stories of the week and to pull out, okay, what's going on here? How do we relate to the news as Christians? How do we make sense of all of these stories that we're bombarded with every day? And what, and what difference does the gospel make in the midst of this? I certainly get overwhelmed um, with the barrage of information that we um, live and swim between amidst um, every single day. And so that is a really helpful resource for Christians, just trying to, yeah, in the midst of your own grind and your own family life and your own responsibilities, also having a sense of, yeah, what the wider issues facing us as a society have to do with faith in Jesus. So I'd um, certainly recommend that. And as you said, yes, um, we recently came out with um, research, Talking Jesus research, um, which seeks to encourage people around talking Jesus, sharing who he is with those around us. Um, and just one of the stats that was um, drawn attention to in that was that 33% of people, just general public, want to know more about Jesus. That's one in three of um, the people who are sitting by you on the bus or are in the queue with you at the shopping center or your colleagues in the office, one in three of these people want to know more about Jesus. Um, and so, yeah, encouragement is let's find those people. Let's ask the spirit to highlight them to us. Let's be proactive and start in conversations. Um, and yeah, would love to draw your attention to talkingjesus.org to go and see more of the stats there. Um, some of them are um, jarring or shocking or like show us that there's more of a task for us to do when it comes to sharing faith. Um, and many of them are deeply encouraging um, that we are, God is using his church um, and he's inviting us into more of the same. Um, so cross-section and the Talking Jesus research, I guess, are my two um, last bits of our work that I'd like to draw attention to. Thanks, David. Fantastic. Thank you, Damilola. It's so good. And it's absolutely fine to do that. And again, just simply on the <clears throat> EA homepage that you, you can find cross section on there. So shouldn't be hard to get to. Um, so finally, just wanted to ask, how can we take the time now to pray for you and those who are listening to join my prayers? I pray for you, maybe even personally as well in your involvement, your role there, but for EA as a whole. Yeah, thank you. Um... I'm going to end on an intense-ish note, but of, of late, I've been, um, my attention has been drawn to the fact that we are um, physical beings, but we're also spiritual beings. And as we engage in, yeah, the work that we do as EA, but also the work that's been entrusted to us as a church, we are amidst a spiritual battle. Um, and I guess, um yeah, all of the reports in the world and all of the research in the world, it has its place. And um, but alongside that, we must never let go of our spiritual tools um, mm. and the weapons that we fight with, which are not of this world, yeah. but which are mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. So if yeah, a way to pray for me personally, a way to pray for us as the EA um, is um, that God would strengthen us um, amidst the attacks of the evil one to stand firm and um, to hold on to his truth um and yeah it's it's the prayers 
of the saints like we as an alliance we prioritize prayer for our members and for those that we work with because we know that that's key to the battle and yeah we'd love to ask for your prayer for us in turn and um, that Jesus would help us stay faithful to him and also alert to the schemes of the evil one and confident in, in his truth as we stand against them in this day and age fantastic I love it intense end <laughs> that's really true and uh yeah I think it's wisdom that is wisdom to know actually not just praying for favor for the good things but acknowledging we need to there is a spiritual battle going on and you know although Jesus has won the victory Amen. we are living in the now and not yet so Indeed. we're ushering in that kingdom so well Amen. it's been a pleasure talking to you Daryl. I'm going to pray now and uh those listening, please join me as we pray for Damilola and, uh, sorry, Damilola <laughs> and for EA. Heavenly Father and Almighty God, we thank you for your amazing love in our lives, Lord God. And we thank you for the incredible work of the Evangelical Alliance. And Lord God, we just call upon your power. We call upon your Holy Spirit and presence, Lord God, to continue to fill all those working at the EA, Lord God, and all those are connected, Lord. Would you fill them with your spirit, Lord? Father, fill them in the fullness of what you have, Lord, so that they may experience the goodness of your freedom, Lord. I thank you for who the sun sets free is free indeed, Lord. And we just ask, Father, that this rallying call of the EA, Lord, for unity and diversity and to share Jesus in the midst of everything, Lord God, that they would continue to stand firm, that they would hold on to the truth that you've birthed in them, Lord God. And I, I just want to pray against any lie or evil scheme of the enemy, Lord God, that you would break that down, that any, um, yeah, Lord God, anything that would restrict or cause limit, Lord God, those chains, those shackles, Lord God, that you would break them, that you would loose them in the name of Jesus. Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, you are almighty and you are more powerful than any adversary. And so, Lord God, we look to you and say, have your way. May any sort of evil ruler or principality or spirit or dominion, Lord God, would it come under the lordship of Christ, Lord God, would it flee? And I just pray for your light to continue to shine into the darkness. May shadows flee, Lord God. And I pray, Father, for any discouragement or disappointments, Lord God, that they would flee also, Lord God, and be replaced with hope, Lord God, and freedom and confidence in the work of your son, Jesus Christ, the resurrected king, our resurrected king, Lord God. May we continue to share your name and share your gospel unashamedly Lord God and into the situations that have been mentioned in this time together Lord God I pray Father that you continue to be doing a powerful work of transformation Lord God a, a redeeming work Lord God to bring about your good in people's lives but also that you would be glorified in and through it so Lord God we thank you for Damalola we thank you Lord God for the EA and we just ask for your blessing your covering your hand of protection on them and Lord God that you continue to give a revelation, an ongoing revelation of your love and power at work in them and through them. In the name of our blessed Lord Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.